2: would you believe mass psychosis yeah i found out today that my two grandsons who go to upper st clair high school will be required to wear masks when they go back to school in a couple of weeks it's insanity of course There's no science whatsoever to back up the use of them, especially for kids. And for little kids, it's probably worse than what they might experience if they would catch COVID-19. And and I came across a piece today in a publication called Verve Times, V-E-R-V-E Times. And the headline is, quote, Mass Psychosis, How to Create an Epidemic of Mental Illness. And I think there's a chance we might be there. Mass psychosis uh, in this piece is is defined as, quote, an epidemic of madness that occurs when, quote, a large portion of society loses touch with reality and descends into delusions. I don't know about you, but that seems like a pretty accurate description to me uh, of where, where we are right now. A classic example of mass psychosis, uh, according to this story, is you know is the witch hunt that took place. Uh, or which hunts, I guess, that took place in America and over in Europe during the 16th and 17th centuries. And according to the piece, tens of thousands of people, mostly women, of course, were tortured, drowned, and burned alive at the stake. Now, we haven't started burning unvaccinated people at the stake yet, but they're being persecuted, and that could be coming. Here's a quote from Carl Jung. Uh, It is not famine, not earthquakes, not microbes, not cancer, but man himself, who is man's greatest danger to man for the simple reason that there is no adequate protection against psychic epidemics which are infinitely more devastating than the worst of natural catastrophes. Again, uh, I don't know if that hits home with you, but it sure sounds a lot like what we're dealing with now. And we're not getting the worst of it yet over here in the the U.S. New Zealand... As uh, I'm guessing you've heard by now, we talked about it on the show, too. New Zealand is on a total lockdown right now because they discovered one case of COVID-19 in the entire country. And very strange things are happening in Australia where the cops are arresting people for not wearing masks. And they're talking about using stadiums for mandatory mass vaccinations for thousands of kids. It all sounds like insanity to me, and there's no better indication of it than mask stupidity which is coming back strong right now it sure does look like it anyway anyway when we come back after this break we're going to follow up on a story we've been following here a lot is infanticide being committed at Pitt, where they're harvesting organs from aborted babies we'll talk to a pennsylvania state rep who has called for an investigation she's been on this for a while and we're going to find out if laws are being broken stick around The pandemic has been tough on everyone, but imagine living in a country where food, clean water and basic services are hard to come by, even in the best of times. That's the daily reality for poor families throughout Latin America and the Caribbean, where COVID has been absolutely devastating, especially for children. But right now, during our annual Food for the Poor campaign, a small business like yours can make an immediate, lasting impact. And there's something in it for you. When you make a tax-deductible gift of $1,200 at theanswerpgh.com, you'll not only help Food for the Poor feed 30 children for six months, we'll give your business 40 60-second commercials to run on this station Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. at no additional charge. Just click the red banner at TheAnswerPGH.com to make your donation and we'll be in touch. Do it today and thank you for your support. That's TheAnswerPGH.com
3: slash Food for the Poor. TheAnswerPGH.com slash Food for the Poor. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with plug in pest free. G'day, I'm Scott from plug in pest free. Go, pestfree.com, promo code PEN. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. It's finally
2: time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warrant in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windows or us pittsburgh.com that's windows or us pittsburgh.com
0: AM 12:50 the answer.
2: As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life and he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft, breathable, but extremely durable, and Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper and so much more. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code stag
0: the John Steigerwall show am 1250 the answer
2: well as far as I know there has been no local media coverage at least yet of the uh, story about possible infanticide at Pitt. again I have to always uh, qualify that I haven't seen it I'm I'm not discounting the possibility that there have been stories done That I'm not aware of, but I am aware of those stories. And in case you haven't heard about it, it involves the harvesting of organs from unborn babies. And there are doctors, including at least one pro-choice OBGYN, uh, who says that based on the statements from the doctors working on the project, babies' organs are being removed while their hearts are still beating. That's what she said. Uh, Kathy Rapp is a state rep from the 65th District in Crawford County. She's calling for an investigation, and she joins us now. Kathy, thanks for being here.
4: You're welcome. It's uh, nice to be invited.
2: So, from uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And and from whom in uh, Harrisburg are you asking for an investigation?
4: Well, considering the fact that our governor is pro-choice and our attorney general just recently stated that uh, he believes that abortion is health care, Our Auditor General, Tim DeFore, is a a pro-life Republican. So on August 5th, I wrote a letter to the Auditor General and sent copies to uh, the Speaker of the House, the Leader of the House, and uh, the Family Institute, and requesting that he do an audit uh, of uh, the University of uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, just to make this clear, it is not illegal in Pennsylvania to use uh, aborted babies for research. That is allowed in the law. It is not allowed to pay for those babies for research. And once the woman consents to an abortion, then she, and only after then, can she be asked to sign a consent form to allow that uh, aborted child to be used for for research. Uh,
2: and, so, so ahead.
4: Uh, but uh, when David Daleiden came out with his information regarding research at the University of Pitt, I chaired the health committee in the Pennsylvania House, and I requested that David uh, testify in one of my hearings that I conducted on pro-life and pro and abortion and he uh, testified on what he had uncovered as uh, uh, through investigative reporting about what was taking place at the University of Pittsburgh. Now, legislators are not investigators, and considering uh, the stance of our governor and attorney general, I turned to the auditor general uh, and requested that he do uh, a monetary audit of the books, basically at Pitt, um, they uh, have released their, and Judicial Watch also requested a feat of freedom of information uh, request to uh, receive their application from the National Institute of Health, and so. I do see that uh, through, the, uh, through receipt of the NIH application, they do work with the International Institute for the Advancement of Medicine as far as acquiring some aborted babies, and they are in the process of trying to uh, acquire uh, babies from six weeks gestation to 42 weeks.
2: 42 weeks is, is pretty much birth.
4: Yes, or or
2: beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So, uh, so that is uh, disturbing, and um, this uh, NIH application is redacted. Most of the redactions are uh, numbers or, and names of researchers mm-hmm. at the University of Pittsburgh. Okay. So, but what they are doing, um, legal or not, it is very disturbing. Uh, what we see, uh, the research that is being conducted. And there have been allegations that some of the baby's organs have been harvested while alive. But I, uh, now David Delighton and Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch believe that to be so. Uh, but as a legislator and not being an investigator, I have to have somebody who does an invest investigation to uh, say that that is absolutely true or false
2: okay now um, I asked the Auditor General to come on the show um, days today Thursday I don't know if it was this week or last week I think it might have been early this week anyway I asked him to come on the show and uh, or if he couldn't come on the show or didn't want to come on the show could I get a statement? And all I got was a no comment from his media person. Have you gotten a response from him?
4: I, I'm going to be uh, contacting his office tomorrow. Um, I have uh, been in touch with the Speaker of the House. He has spoken uh, to the Auditor General himself. And so I will be following up on, now that I know that the Speaker has had the conversation with the Auditor General.
2: Okay, so based on your experience uh, as a, you know, in, in state government, and you know how these things work, um, what would be, what kind of a chance do you see of this um, hap- happening, an investigation happening? It sounds like there's at least a little bit of a rumbling among the Republicans that there's some movement to do something about this.
4: Well, absolutely. I do think that uh, the Auditor General. Uh, has an obligation to the people of Pennsylvania. The University of Pittsburgh is receiving taxpayer dollars through uh, not general uh, fund um, uh, budgetary money, but through non-preferred money. And also th- they obtain their money for the research through the NIH, which is funded by the taxpayers through your federal taxes. So uh, this is being funded by taxpayer dollars, and the taxpayers and the citizens of the country have the right to know uh, whether or not uh, this research is being conducted legally without any monetary uh, transactions.
2: So the laws that might be broken here uh, are based upon, and this is why the auditor general is a good person to have on this, because of the of whether or not money is exchanging hands here, and that would that would be <clears throat> enough. Or are there other things, that other laws well, that might uh, be broken?
4: The Pennsylvania Abortion Control Act does not allow money to be transacted uh, for fetal for obtaining aborted babies for fetal research. A woman can sign a consent form, which the University of Pittsburgh says that they are in compliance with. But now that we have the NIH application, there are other entities that the University of Pittsburgh is uh, networking with. So I I do think that the Auditor General uh, should be auditing their books, since this is all being funded with taxpayer dollars, to make sure that everything is being done correctly. You know, in the Gosnell case, Governor Ridge and Governor Rendell looked the other way for years, and they knew they had people uh, uh, calling in regards to what was going on at the Gosnell clinic. And I do not want to see this be another Gosnell case in the state of Pennsylvania. And uh, there was an investigation, there was a grand jury report, and Gosnell is now in prison. For murder. At, for murder. Life. And yeah. yes, I, I have uh, uh, read an article that David Delighton is using the University of Pittsburgh. When he filed his, he filed an amicus brief uh, to the Supreme Court in uh, favor of the Supreme Court uh, rolling back Roe v. Wade at least to 15 weeks Mm -hmm. in the Dobbs case.
2: Now, of course, as a a person who worked in the media uh, all my life, uh, this is a if if you are one hundred percent in favor of abortion, in favor of abortion, right up till the day before the baby would have been born. If you're a journalist, this is still this is a great story, not a great in terms of what's happening, but a an interesting, eyeball attracting story, and nobody is touching it. And and I and I have to say, uh, Kathy, uh, as as much as you you've pointed out here that there are the Republicans are. Um, involved, and they're trying to get something done about it, an investigation. I don't think it's nearly loud enough or visible enough.
4: um, The Family Institute, Judicial Watch, I mean, they're all conservative groups. Yeah, but Kathy, let me interrupt.
2: They're preaching, those groups preach to the choir.
4: Preach to the choir. Right. I did just receive a letter today from the Catholic League, yeah. uh from I believe they're from New York City
2: Bill Donahue we had uh, him on the show a couple of days ago yeah
4: yeah so the word is getting out and I you know I don't we don't control the media obviously and I, and I but I am the pro life caucus chair as uh, in the house as well as uh, the chair of the health committee so the abortion issues the abortion facilities fall under um the health committee in the pennsylvania house so uh when i started hearing and it was i heard this originally from uh david Delayden mm-hmm. uh because he also uncovered the selling of baby body parts
2: in california Yeah,
4: in california yes and he was it the was show Kamala too. Harris. i had him yes. on too yeah and it was camilla harris who charged him
5: mm-hmm.
4: and uh so uh we're we're fighting forces. There are those of us who believe that this is morally wrong. Uh, believe that this is morally wrong. What is happening? And there are allegations that they are harvesting uh, babies while they are alive. I don't know that to be true. Right. It's going to be. That's going to take a an investigator that has solid evidence evidence and. David Delighton believes he does have solid evidence, and he and Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch have, uh, teamed up over this issue, and, uh, I haven't talked to David for, for, um, a couple weeks, but, uh, it's still on my radar. I still am, you know, talking to other people, still, uh, reaching out, um, this letter to the Auditor General went to all the members of the Republicans in the Pennsylvania House, and of course to the uh, uh, pro-life caucus members, yeah. because we give money uh, as a non-preferred to the University of Pittsburgh to hold down tuition. Mm-hmm. But right after they got received their money this year, they went ahead and raised tuition. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well so. uh, the the people you mentioned there they're doing a great job doing good work but they're not government. When you say exactly. it needs to be investigated who would be the person in Pennsylvania? And obviously you can't count on the the attorney general because he's pro-life and is uh, he's pretty much in favor of partial right. birth abortion and any anything you well, want to do but
4: help. I I I do think that um I probably need to reach out and send the letter that I wrote to the Auditor General to the District Attorney in Pittsburgh. Okay. And even though he's pro-abortion, I probably need to send a copy to the Attorney General of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But knowing where they stand, I don't think that, I mean, I'm, I shouldn't just assume. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do need to send the DA of Allegheny County But at the same time, I know David Delighton is not being silent either. And I'm not sure what actions he's taking. And I need to touch, touch base with him. And I touched base with the Family Institute today. And so, or yesterday. And, you know, and I have other things on my plate as well. But this is definitely a priority for me as a pro life. Uh, Christian legislator,
2: right? You're the House Health Committee Majority Chair, and yes. uh, I saw that that you were you were holding hearings on this way back in May. Right?
4: Yes, um, yes, we did uh, uh, four uh, four hearings, and uh, they expressly addressed uh, pro-life and abortion.
2: And yep. and uh, when I the, the and we're talking to Kathy Rapp, she's a state representative from the fifty. It is the sixty-fifth. I hope 65th. I'm Sixty-fifth. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, on Crawford County. Um,
4: Warren. I'm from Warren County.
2: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I said Crawford. That's
4: okay. But the sixty-fifth is all of Warren County and part of Crawford and part of Forest.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. So it's up there in the up there in the great north, the Great White North yep. up there. Yeah. Um, so um, <laughs> what I get from this, Kathy, is that. Not only are people not all that thrilled about doing the story, or don't you know, don't seem to be interested, they run away from it. They're terrified. They don't want any part of it, I, 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 including the Catholic Church in Pittsburgh. The Catholic Diocese wants nothing whatsoever to do with this story. Nothing.
4: Well, I was interested um, to see today. I was going through my face uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, post, and now the um, Jews uh, for Pro-Life Coalition came out uh, uh, in in support of some type of an investigation into Good. Pittsburgh.
2: But uh, the Catholic Church crickets, as far as I know, nothing. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm
4: a Protestant, and yeah. most people... Um, uh, but you would expect think the Catholics, I'm a Catholic, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I am pro life, and as I said, I pro the I chair the pro life caucus in the Pennsylvania House.
2: So I only have a little bit of time left here, less than a minute. Um, what would satisfy you from from say, let's just say from the Auditor General?
4: Well, I guess what would satisfy me is uh, a full investigation uh, from. Someone in law enforcement mm-hmm. or district attorneys, someone uh, to go in and investigate the books and investigate what they're actually doing at Pittsburgh, like they did at Gosnell's clinic. And they are either uh, uh, in their right because they, uh, Pittsburgh clearly denies that what they're doing yep, is. They do. Uh, so uh, we just received another email today from the university uh, denying that they were doing anything wrong, that mm. everything that they are doing are within the law and it's legal. So, um, but we need somebody from law enforcement to go in uh, and either with a thorough audit uh, and somebody from law enforcement to make sure that the university is not removing and harvesting organs while babies are still alive.
2: Kathy, I'm out of time, uh, and I really, I'm glad you're involved in this, and uh, it's good to hear. I was uh, happy to see that you'd been involved in this since May. I didn't know that, um, but uh, I. I, I would love this at some point, a press conference from the Republicans in front of the pit, uh, wherever they're doing this stuff, something that's going to force the media to cover it. That's what happened with Gosnell. And uh, they were forced to cover it. And then then he's and he's now in prison for murder. I got to go. But I, I appreciate you coming on, Kathy. And I hope to have you on again and get an update on this.
4: Yes. Well, thank you for your time.
2: OK, that's uh, and we'll be right back. That's Kathy Rapp.
4: Thank you.
0: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A five-hour standoff in the nation's capital has ended. Authorities say a man sitting in a black pickup truck outside the Library of Congress had told police that he had a bomb. Capitol Police Chief Jay Thomas Manger. We had information and, and evidence of, of what was in the bed of his truck, um, and there were some things that were concerning. But uh, ultimately, we were able to take him in custody without incident. But there were there were certain things that we that were we saw in the truck, uh, for instance, a propane uh, a propane gas uh, container. Forty nine year old Floyd Ray Rosenberry of Grover, North Carolina, surrendering in the last half hour. He's now in custody. The area will remain on lockdown for a while longer. On Wall Street, stocks remain lower. The Dow is down one hundred thirty seven points, and the Nasdaq down.
1: like by a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Carl Jackson looks beyond the headlines. It's not
6: about getting justice against Andrew Cuomo. This is about a Democrat
0: party that has absolutely
6: nothing to run on. I think
0: they're afraid that they'll lose women voters if Andrew Cuomo wasn't thrown under the bus. I really think
2: this comes down to things that are as simple as that.
0: The Larry Elder Show with guest host Carl Jackson weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer.
1: President Biden and Senator Bernie Sanders' $4.7 trillion infrastructure plans are a typical Washington bait-and-switch. Politicians raise taxes promising roads and bridges, but then waste trillions on special interests and partisan priorities, rigging the system for the well-connected while harming workers' wages and crushing small businesses. Call 412-324-4806 and tell Congressman Connor Lamb to reject President Biden and Senator Sanders' phony infrastructure plans. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity.
5: Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Football is back, and so is tailgating. Whether it's Friday night lights, Saturday college, or Pro Sundays, Solaire portable infrared grills set up fast and heat up quickly. Only three minutes to searing hot temperatures, just like the big backyard Solaire's. The Solaire grills will make you the master of the tailgater with the juiciest, most flavorful food in the parking lot. The fast grilling times leave you more time to talk up your team, and they cool down fast so you won't miss a minute of the game the Solaire anywhere and Solaire everywhere portable infrared grills are perfect for any grilling on the go from picnics to camping rvs to boating but especially tailgating and they're made in the usa with the confidence of a 100 year old family business amaze your tailgating friends with Solaire infrared grills learn more about these fantastic grills at besthotgrill.com that's besthotgrill.com best hot grill.com.
0: am 1250 and fm 92.5 the answer wpgp pittsburgh w 223 CS pittsburgh A division of salem media group listen on the answer mobile app smart speakers tune in iheart or radio.com stuck in traffic we've got the answer
4: Parkway east inbound, solid William Penn Highway down to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On the outbound side, slowing
1: Oakland up to the tunnel. Parkway west, at least a 15-minute delay inbound in between 79 and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound 51, slowing as you approach Library Road. Outbound 28, delays from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. 7th Street, Andy Warhol Bridge shut down for Picklesburg Festival preparation work. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250. The answer, weather. Tonight will be humid. We'll see a shower in spots, otherwise partly cloudy in the evening, followed by late night low clouds. Tonight we'll see a low of 65. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and humid. Tomorrow we'll reach a high of 83. We'll start the weekend off Saturday, partly sunny and humid. Saturday we'll reach a high of
2: 84.
1: With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
0: This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
2: Well, you know, we have our own problems with COVID-19 in our country, but conditions are much worse in other parts of the world, specifically Latin America and the Caribbean. Kids are going hungry there. And that's where Food for the Poor comes in and where you can make an immediate impact. Paul Jacobs of Food for the Poor joins us now. So Paul, where is the focus this year for the Food for the Poor campaign?
6: Well, thank you, John. It is squarely uh, focused on our efforts to provide food, provide life-saving food for children, for families, specifically the children, because they are the most vulnerable in what is what we are deeming the perfect storm in Latin America and the Caribbean. Uh, In in the 18 countries that Food for the Poor represents, one of the things that has transpired is, especially in countries like Guatemala and Honduras and, and certainly we've seen in Haiti, is that the economic instability, has created just a damaging effect for families across these countries. Rising food prices, we're experiencing that here in the United States, rising food prices, and it's affecting our pocket. And then COVID, where it has shut down schools, informal marketplaces, where people would go and work, uh, whether it be a farm or it be a marketplace where people would sell their wares or go work in the service industry, those are completely shut down in a rising spike of new cases in these countries. And so what we are asking You to do right now is to help us provide life-saving food for a child for the next six months. John, it's only $37 to provide a child six months of life-saving food. And I'm asking you right now that's listening at this very present moment to take a moment and think, would you be able to give a one-time gift of $185 to provide five children five precious children who for no fault of their own like our own children have had no part in any of this and have no ability to help themselves but you can turn around to a mother and say your children will eat for the next six months so right now would you click the give food banner right there at the answer pgh.com or you can call us toll free 866-922-HOPE that's 866-922-4673
2: Okay, so Paul, food's obviously a a very important thing for everybody, and many people in America take it for granted. But could you just be a little bit more specific about how severe the food shortage is and what some of the specific problems are for people that this will help?
6: We're hearing right now in countries like Haiti, perfect example, where the uh, World Food Program and UNICEF have said that more than 40% of the population are in acute hunger. Acute, severe acute malnutrition, which basically is a fancy word for starvation. Mm -hmm. Uh, 40% of the population. And a majority of those, close to 2 million, are children. And that's just one country. We're hearing from Honduras, our country partners, our ministry partners, working hand-in-hand with the local churches, that they're saying that there are families who have been for these many 18 months out of work. There are schools where children are getting their only meal of the day. Just think for a moment how how important it is for us to send our children to school when the fall commences. And we know that they'll have lunch in the middle of the day. Maybe we send them with a stack, and some parents even send them to school a little early and get a, a meal to get their their body started for the day. That is all gone for the better part of these 18 months. And we don't know with this recent case of, of COVID and whether this economic instability in these countries and of course these skyrocketing food prices are going to take a turn. But right now what we do know is that you can reach in to this situation right now with your generous and loving gift. You can give a gift right now $37 and ensure that one child will know For the next six months, where their next meal is coming from, would you do that right now?
2: One thing that's great about Food for the Poor, the campaign, and I've been dealing with it now for three years, I think, um, is that when you give a gift of $37 or $111 or $185 or whatever it is, you know exactly where that money is going and, and it doesn't get lost in some kind of a bureaucracy or anything. It ends up as food for some kids.
6: No, absolutely. You know, food for the poor has been ministering now in our in in thirty nine years. We're approach, fast approaching our fortieth year in ministry uh, in countries uh, like Guatemala over three decades, and so we're we're working hand in hand with the local churches and ministries. And what we're seeing right now is, of course, it doesn't get done in with government intervention. It doesn't get done with local politicians. It gets done through the church. The church is the backbone. Of everything that we do here at Food for the Poor for these many decades. And then when you turn around and you, you hear where uh, literally everything has been lost. Families without income. Mothers tying a piece of sheet or a, a, a poster board that says, Tenemos hambre, no comida hoy. For those of you that don't speak Spanish, that means we are hungry. There's no food here. That means desperation is here. That means starvation is here. That means that there is a child waiting for you on the other side of your generous act right now that desperately needs this food. And so our ministry partners are saying that right now what you give is changing the future and the life of a child. So please do not turn away and do not miss this opportunity to be a blessing to generously and joyfully give and make a difference right now.
2: Uh, before we go, Paul, can you give us real quick the, uh, the way for people to give?
6: Yes, please. Would you go right now to the Answer PGH? Maybe you're streaming online uh, and you're listening on the website, the theanswerpgh.com. That's the theanswerpgh.com. Click the red Give Food banner. It's very simple to do. And inside of moments, you can give generously and give instantly and make a difference right now. Or if you prefer, you can call us toll free, 866 922 4673 That spells hope. That's 866 hope 866 Please give. Please tell someone what you've done. And if you've already given, please continue to pray that someone has heard this message like you and will make a difference just like you've done right now. Thank you in advance.
2: Paul Jacobs, uh, food for the poor. You're doing great stuff out there again. And uh, we appreciate you coming on and letting people know how to give and uh, help these kids. And uh, uh, good luck with everything. Thank you, John.
1: Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance.
5: Traders, listen up. As life in America starts to return to normal, are you looking for the best trading opportunities? With the current real estate market, the rise of crypto, and the volatility of tech stocks, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word MONEY to 813813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813813 so you can learn how to predict market. trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, Forex, futures, or crypto – Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how to use the volatility to your advantage. Don't wait! Text the word MONEY to 813-813 now.
1: By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of Vantage Point.
6: Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS, ID, 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000 Call 855 for licensing terms and restrictions.
1: What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. 800-931-6651. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part.
5: Linzess, or linacletide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually.
0: Sponsored by Avian
5: Ironwood Pharmaceuticals.
0: The John Steigerwald Show. AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, I wanted to uh, follow up on something we did yesterday. Uh, We had a really good segment yesterday with Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post. The Post has done a a large takeout, large uh, project, whatever you want to call it, about baseball. And it's called The Nine. And they, they take nine players starting with the oldest, Willie Mays, who just turned 91, and they go all the way down to uh, an 18-year-old prospect. And, what it's, and they're all black, and it's about what baseball is like for black players, uh, you know, playing in the major leagues or just playing professional baseball, I guess. And, um, and it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a really extensive and well-done project, Lots of good writers, um, really good piece. You should check it out at WashingtonPost.com. And Jerry was very good on here yesterday. We ran out of time, uh, and I wanted to uh, run this by him, but I, I'm going to run it by you. And it, I, I, I wish I could have done it with Jerry here. He could respond to it. He's a black uh, man, and he's, uh, he's the guy who wrote this. Uh, but he wrote, his piece was about C.C. C. Sabathia a guy who was in the big leagues for a long time and probably headed to the Hall of Fame, made, you know, over $100 million playing baseball. Uh, that was the, he was the subject of uh, Jerry's contribution to this project. And the headline uh, under, C. C. Suba- uh, under Jerry's uh, segment of this, uh, this uh, takeout in the po- Washington Post, the headline was, This sport is not for us, and we know that. Uh, and he talks about CC Sabathia at one point being the only—I think he was the only black player on the Cleveland Indians uh, not too long ago—and then he got traded to the Brewers, and he just loved it because the Brewers had several black players, and he felt just so, so much more comfortable, more at home. That's understandable. So uh, he's got. So uh, something occurred to me when, um, I, I, when when I saw the piece, and I was going to ask Jerry about it yesterday, and I, I ran out of time. But uh, this is a quote from C.C. C. Sabathia in Jerry Brewer's piece. Quote, even when I was an established veteran, I always put being a good teammate over my personal feelings. Uh, he, wrote it, he wrote it in his autobiography called Till the End. He co-authored with a guy named Chris Smith. And the quote is, so if we were sitting around the food table after a game and someone said some racist stuff, uh, he didn't say the word stuff, that made me livid, I would just walk out, unquote. And Jerry Brewer writes, black players learn to appreciate just getting to see each other. When they played against each other, they went to dinner after the game. They stay connected on text text message threads, and they knew not to take their existence for granted. And then Sabathia says, quote, when I first came up, there were so many black players in the league, you had the luxury of not liking some of them. But right now, this sport is not for us, and we know that. That's the money quote for the piece. So I, I thought about it when I read it, and again, I was going to run it by Jerry yesterday and didn't get to it. Uh, the NFL is like 85% black right now, or no, maybe it's not that much. It's like 70% black right now. Could a, could a, a white NFL player say the same thing about going into a locker room and, and not feeling comfortable because he's uh, overwhelmingly a, a minority? Uh, in the in the locker room, uh, you know, a three to one or four to one minority in the locker room, uh, he could make the same claim. Now, n- in no way am I comparing being a white NFL player today to what it was like to be a black player. Uh, you know, in the days right after Jackie Robinson in the late forties, and even until I mean, I remember them throwing batteries at Dave Parker in the late seventies. So th- this is it's not in any way. The, nobody no white person no white player is going to have the kind of experience that black players had then and still do I'm sure today to some extent but not nearly as as bad uh, so it occurred to me that you know an NFL player could make the same claim that uh, you know I just I, I don't feel part of the the group um, and I, I think that should have been something that should have been brought out in this entire uh Uh, package, project that the Washington Post did that things have flipped in the NFL and the NBA but in the NFL, it's the the NFL's most popular sport in America just as baseball was in the 50s and 60s when blacks were just finally getting a chance to play and star Uh, and the NFL is as popular now as baseball was in the 50s and 60s, it's gigantic but it's mostly black Um, and so uh, is this because I don't think I don't think racism has anything to do, anything whatsoever to do with the diminished numbers of black players in Major League Baseball. Uh, there are a lot of reasons for it. Uh, and I, I think baseball itself, the game that is the, the product that they're putting out on the air these days and putting out putting in stadiums these days stinks uh, for anybody. I don't care what color you are. Uh, the game stinks, and it's and it, it's strikeouts and home runs, and it's just boring. And the uh, so it's it's not appealing to young people, no matter what color the young person is. It's not appealing as appealing as it used to be. Um, and so, it, you, the idea that the uh, realizing that that uh, that the numbers of kids just in general playing baseball are down. Uh, that that's that's one story, and it's there's, it's obvious. But I don't think I, I just don't think race has anything to do with it. And what may have a lot to do with baseball being populated by so many more white players than black might have something to do with you know the number of black players in the NFL. If you are a white kid who's six feet tall and 190 pounds, are you going to be a cornerback in the NFL? Are you going to be a wide receiver? You might be. You going to be a running back? Maybe, but the chances are slim to none. In, a, in the case of a corner, a corner C O R N E R back, defensive back, your chances are zero. There is not in North America, as far as I know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there is a white guy playing cornerback. In North America, for I know it's not in the NFL. No, it doesn't exist, and, that, and that's just that's not just starting. That's existing, not in any compa- not not a first string, second string, or third string. They don't exist in, in the NFL, and I don't know if, if there are any playing major Division One college football for the top programs, um, and a top five conference, just for example, zero, not one, not one. That I know of playing that position, and uh, and the numbers for wide receiver aren't much better. Running back, same thing. So if you're a if you're a big kid uh, and a big white kid who's you know six four and two hundred and seventy five pounds, you you got a good a chance as anybody is playing offensive line. Uh, if you're if you're six feet, you got you're going to have trouble playing quarterback because you're a little too small. You can do it. But uh, your chances are a lot smaller. Uh, 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 you're 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 going to find it much more difficult. Uh, but if you're a white guy, you can, you're gonna you can get have a job playing quarterback. But you're not going to play defensive back. And so, white kids who are in that category, a six foot, one hundred ninety pound white kid, he's a center fielder. He's a shortstop. He might be a pitcher or a second baseman. But he's not a cornerback. Good chances, almost a zero chance. He's a safety. A very small chance that he's a wide receiver. I'm talking about at the high levels of either college or, or pro uh, football. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And that. And I don't think race has anything to do with it. Uh, culture may have a lot to do with it. The fact that baseball has become a boring sport and young people in general just aren't aren't watching it the way they or playing it the way they used to. Um, kids are playing lacrosse now. White kids. If you look, if you watch lacrosse on television, and I'm talking at the highest levels, at college level, uh, Division One lacrosse, it's white kids. I mean, there's some black kids mixed in, but it's it's a white kids sport. Those kids, uh, same thing. If you're a six foot, 190 pound white kid, you play lacrosse, and you got a good chance of of uh, you can get a scholarship. More kids get scholarships for lacrosse than any other sport. When I, when I was a kid, I know that's, you know, in the mid-19th, not in 20th, mid-20th century, when I was a kid, I'm not kidding you, I didn't know anything about, the only thing I knew about lacrosse was the Jim Brown, who was the best NFL player ever, probably, that I heard that he was a great lacrosse player. I didn't even know what it was. But kids everywhere are playing lacrosse now, and they're mostly white. But it, it has nothing whatsoever to do with race, and I would really like to get a scientific, maybe, explanation for why there isn't one white kid in the entire continent of North America playing quarterback for a major college or a pro football team. Is that race? Is it genetics? Is it anthropology? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but it's a fact. That's what it is. So, an interesting story by Jerry Brewer. Wish I would have had time yesterday. Glad I got a chance to get it out, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of The Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.
0: The explosive new documentary, Flynn